Hello, this is Beth. This is the introduction for the Bedroom Museum project. I first thought of the connection of museums and bedrooms through the comments my friends made on my room. I've been in my room since I was 15 years old. There's art, notes, drawings, tickets, memorabilia dating back through those five years. Everything is curated without order, and every object had some gravity of significance to me at some point. Afterwards, I conceived of this concept more universally. As an intern at the Jewish Museum Summer Institute, I developed the idea to become a creative project. At first, it was to be a zine with a podcast corollary. However, I had some mental health difficulties that impeded the completion of the project. My interest in it has risen and fallen, my motivation faltering and doubly bolstering. At times, I did doubt my strength of, the strength of my hypothesis as I tried to make it more academic and fit within a certain paradigm. The biggest difficulty, paradoxically, was even defining what a museum was. The definition I found, developed through deep consideration by the International Council of Museums, is museums are democratizing, inclusive, polyphonic spaces for critical dialogue about the past and future. Acknowledging and addressing the conflicts and challenges of the present, they hold artifacts and specimens in trust for society, safeguard diverse memories for future generations, and guarantee equal rights and equal access to heritage for all people. The correlation between the space of bedrooms and museums is through the alteration of the definition to apply to a private space. A bedroom is an exclusive space for critical dialogue on the past and futures of the residents themselves. Addressing the present attitude and personhood of the resider of the bedroom. From conflicts to achievements, bedrooms contain artifacts and trust of the resident, holding and shaping memories for the resident themselves and for those who have access to the resident's intimacy. I believe this definition will be articulated through the episodes of the, of the following interviews. Every one of them is different and relate to different components of the definition. I hope through this you'll be able to gain an altered relationship to your space as holding who you've been, who you are, and who you will be. For the rest of the introduction, I'll be talking about the history of bedrooms and museums so that you may have the background knowledge to approach this project. To better understand bedrooms, I found a brief summation of the origin of beds. Beds have been noted as existing for 77,000 years and were initially built from plant bedding. The existence of bedrooms themselves was a product of the dissolution of nomadic lives into settled villages. Bedrooms also have multiple typologies with varied consequences and expectations or purposes. The overnight bed and analytical study on bedroom types identified such types. Resident halls or camp bedrooms, which are often formalized and built for efficiency rather than comfort. Private bedrooms, which are marketed towards a diverse clientele and can often include co-working and co-living environments within the bedroom. Hospitality bedrooms, which, in which the identity of the location is proliferated widely throughout the room, giving the room a branded character. Healthcare bedrooms, which are finally the last types and are an environment conducive to health, wellness, recovery, and often allow for daylight as well as curtains to give privacy when desired. Additionally, I also looked at two studies. The first one is titled Online Journals as Virtual Space, 
Like my project, it draws parallels between two different spaces in order to draw correlations between them. The study was able to confirm that private spaces like the bedroom give bedroom space an assigned territory of safety and contemplation. Bedrooms become respites, as well as locations of cogitation. A summary quote that describes the point made states, The evolution of an arrangement and decoration of bedroom space can relate closely to transitions and rites of passage for young people. The uncertainties and changes of youth are negotiated and marked out through the arrangement and rearrangement of bedroom space, enabling young people to place and replace themselves with respect to interests, affiliations, networks of friends, and a range of other factors. Another study I looked into is I've stamped my personality all over it, the meaning of objects in bedroom, teenage bedroom space. In the study, the author looks into how teenagers form significance within the objects they own. She acknowledges that significance is built out of personalization, historical significance, influence of public experience projected into private space as well. The author summarized the ethnographic study through the following quote. Teenage bedrooms are fluid, evolving spaces, the meaning of which is essentially made through the things contained in it. Through their possessions and housed in their bedrooms, young people able to articulate their place in culture as well as their emerging and evolving identities. Now looking into museums and how they have evolved into existence, I use Museums and History by John E. Simmons. Museums began through the human need to preserve a collection of ephemeral objects as a micro-representation of the macro, the world. Furthermore, artifact is defined as something made or modified by human beings. The objects in people's bedrooms are artifacts, from posters to tables. Museums have also become locales of cultural production, and containing the preserved objects and artifacts of people's collections and arranging them within a particular context of time, a historical narrative is established. I also pulled more information from Claire Bishop's Radical Museology. She criticizes certain museums for being guilty of presentism, the obsession with novelty and present value, rather than forming a dialogue of the past, present, and future. What I find worth noting of this, what I find worth noting about this is that the bedrooms described within these interviews avoid such presentism and honor her critique of creating a timeline of events that is honest to one's chronology, rather than focusing solely on the now. As I wrap up the introduction, I want to thank everyone involved and the encouragement that I got while developing this project. I'm really proud of it, and I hope all involved, and those who are not, are able to gather a new perspective and experience of their space.